This episode of PF's Tape Recorder is brought to you by Home Shirts Cleveland. For all of your Northeast Ohio vintage t-shirt needs, visit homeshirts.com forward slash Cleveland. You'll also find links to the original Cincy Shirts site, as well as Home Shirts Indianapolis, with more cities to come. That's homeshirts.com forward slash Cleveland. Now, on with the show. Hi, this is April Richardson, and you're listening to PF's Tape Recorder. Hello there, I'm PF, this is my tape recorder. Coming up, comedian Brian Callanon being recognized for his many, many, many appearances on a variety of TV sitcoms and movies throughout the years. When Good Will Hunting first came out, I got recognized as Ben Affleck, which was the greatest thing, and I pretended oh, to be yeah. Ben Affleck. And not only was I taking pictures, this girl was giving me business, and then her boyfriend got really mad at her for being all flirtatious with me. We'll hear more from Brian in just a bit. We have the hottest record in the world from Paradise Fears, friends of the show. But first, as always, fake news. And now, fake news with me. President Barack Obama and Cuban President Raul Castro sat down last weekend, the first such discussions between leaders of those two nations since 1956. Talks are aimed at ending the decades-long embargo, which would then allow Cuba to export things like cigars, rum, and baseball players to the U.S. Refugee camps across Iraq are about to get a Swedish touch. The United Nations Refugee Agency just ordered 10,000 shelters designed by IKEA, its largest corporate partner. The shelters are reportedly sturdy, energy-efficient, but poorly lit. A cat-eating lizard native to Africa is being targeted by Florida state wildlife officials who say the creatures known as Nile monitors could have a devastating effect on YouTube. Hillary Clinton announced her candidacy for President of the United States this past Sunday. Current President Barack Obama endorsed his former Secretary of State, while the GOP said, Get her! You know, right after she made the announcement, uh, there was a a topic trending on Twitter. Uh, The hashtag was, Why I Won't Vote for Hillary. And I'm like, gee, I wonder how far I'll have to scroll down to get to Benghazi. Answer? Four. Tori Spelling is said to be devastated after learning that her husband, Dean McDermott, reportedly had an affair with his ex-wife. She's heartbroken and insider close to the former Beverly Hills 90210 star tells Radar Online. She's trying to put on a brave face, but she's at a complete loss as how to deal with it. She doesn't know what to do. Miss Spelling is also shocked to learn that when you drop something in front of you, it falls to the ground. At long last, researchers on the Mars Curiosity rover science team believe they have evidence that there is liquid water just beneath the Martian surface. The water in the Martian soil seems to gather intermittently, but already Nestle is interested in purchasing the rights to that water. And finally, Iranian President Hassan Rouhani on Wednesday dismissed pressure from the U.S. Congress over a preliminary deal on the Islamic Republic's contested nuclear program, saying that Tehran is dealing with world powers, not American lawmakers. Congressional lawmakers shot back that the ultimate okay on a deal will come from their leader, Benjamin Netanyahu. And that's been Fake News with me. This is Sam from Paradise Beers, and you're listening to P.S. Tape Recorder. We've been doing this thing at the end of the last couple of episodes where we play the hottest record in the world. Of course, an idea we stole 
from Zane Lowe at BBC Radio 1 and is now being continued by Annie Mack as she does the nighttime show there on Radio 1. Uh, Zane Lowe, of course, has moved on to now work for Apple, of all things. Uh, anyway, so um, with the hottest work in the world concept this week, we wanted to uh, give it some special attention. Friends of the show, Paradise Fears, have the hottest record in the world tonight. They, of course, are from Vermilion, South Dakota. We discovered them quite by accident. Uh, we went to see All Time Low down in Louisville a couple of years ago, Fangirl and I, and uh, they were the first... You know, it's one of those shows where there's like five or six bands and then uh, All Time Low comes on as the headliner. Well, uh, Paradise Fears was the very first band on... Nobody really knew them from Adam, and uh, the crowd is really taken with them. They put on a great show. Uh, they were in episode 56 of PF's Tape Recorder. Sam Muller, the lead vocalist, was on. Now, uh, they've done a lot of covers in their career, as well as originals, and for a while, uh, maybe some of us were a little worried that they were relying maybe too much on covers. But Sam assured us, no, it just drives people to the website, then they can hear the original music, and well, it seems to be working out. While they have done uh, an amazing version of Stereo Hearts by Jim Class Heroes and Adam Levine, uh, they are now released a brand new single, which I think uh, might even top that. Uh, the song is called uh, uh, Who We Were With. It came out about a week ago. Alternative Press was the first one to show the video. I immediately went to iTunes and bought it. And uh, right now, we have the hottest record in the world from Paradise Fears. It's been a week, it's Wednesday night, y'all. P.F. And it's about 7.30 p.m. and my man P.F. is about to put on the To love who we were with Yeah, we set out Trying to find a spark Two broken homes And a little dark Searching through the dark But we still loved who we were with We still loved who we were with Sometimes we feel so scared and sick That we just love who we are with We started drifting For some common ground And as the earth was spinning We could feel that someday we'd be found Paradise Fears are back. Love how they're getting a little away there, a little synthy. That's right at my street, of course. Wait for this chorus to kick in. It's got a killer hook. Could be the song of the summer you're listening to right now. Marcus Sand, Jordan Merrigan, Michael Walker, Cole Andre, and lead vocalist Sam Miller, Paradise Fears. Thanks everybody for checking in from around the world tonight. Listeners in the United States, Canada, South Korea, Germany, France, Switzerland. Sam Miller maybe go on to be one of the greatest vocalists of the alternative music scene. Kind of has that Glenn Silver quality to his voice. Uh, pretty powerful, but also very unique. Taking a listen to this chorus right now.
We're only in April right now. But this is the song to beat right now for Song of the Year for 2015. And that is the hottest record in the world from Paradise Fears from Vermilion, South Dakota. We just missed them. They were out on the road. They were opening for Andy Grammer, kind of an unusual setup there. Hopefully they gain some new fans, though, with Andy Grammer's fans. And hopefully they'll be back out on the road in late summer. Now, on to the interview. Brian Callen is a hilarious stand-up comedian who you may know from his other TV work on Mad TV, as well as guest spots on several sitcoms, including most notably How I Met Your Mother and most recently The Goldbergs. Now around here, of course, we're big Frasier fans. We discussed that with Jeff Tate a couple of episodes back, and Brian Callen has the distinction of being in our favorite uh, Frasier episode ever, which is probably one of the, uh, this episode is probably one of the greatest single episodes of a sitcom ever. It's called Radio Wars, and here is Brian. Yeah, yeah, about the crane, please, yeah? Yes, yes, this is Dr. Crane speaking. Uh, Herr Brumholt, may I say, it's uh, quite an honor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we have your face. Uh, very handsome. But I need you to describe your body. Yes, of course. Uh... He is playing uh, part of a wacky morning zoo duo, and they prank Fraser a couple of times. It's very hilarious. And uh, right now, here is our talk with Brian Callen. Hey, buddy, how are you? Hey, man, good to talk to you again. Uh, good to talk to you, pal. Cool. I'm, um just tweeting about Minneapolis. Oh, very good. Well, or no, I'm not actually Chicago. Oh, uh, okay. Well, uh, um, what's going on, though? Not much, man. Um, it's, it's okay if we use the audio for the podcast as we did last time. Is that that okay? Sure, buddy. Cool, sure. man. All right. Cool. Well, um, yeah. Well, as I, uh, you know, as I, I think you might have uh, remember, um, I've only been to Minneapolis twice, uh, in their airport <laughs> for ten minutes. I actually live in Cincinnati, so. I love it. I yeah. love it. Yep. Um. But uh, it seems like a nice town. My uh, my daughter's uh, big dream vacation is to go to the Mall of America up there. So, uh, yeah. Well, listen, it, it is such a it's a city with a roof on it. Yeah, you can get everything. You can buy a sword there, probably a horse too. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, they uh, and they have the well. The thing I wanted to see, they have the I guess the home plate from Metropolitan Stadium is downstairs in the one section because that's where they built it on top of the old uh, Metropolitan Stadium, of course. So. They have yeah. that enshrined there, yeah. So they got the weirdest stores there. They got stores that just sell socks, just flip flops. They got stores that they are called like Shazam, and you don't even know it's in there. It's just a bunch of colors. <laughs> fucking crazy. That is crazy. It's nuts. Um, so yeah, we we've spoken a bunch of times. So you know, I, we I know all the all the background. You kind of grew up all over the world, but um, as I was excited, of course, to talk to you again because uh, it, around here you have a special place in in our hearts because of course you were, and I told you this before. You were uh, did a guest shot on our favorite episode ever of Frasier, uh, Radio Wars, in which you played either Carlos or the chicken. I couldn't remember which which. That's kid. right, Carlos. I played the chicken actually. Yes, sir. Yes. A long time ago. I know, right? But we st- we still love that episode, and it's uh, and you're, you're just you were just so funny in that. And of course, now my niece, who is also a comedy fan, knows you as a stand-up comedian, but would also say, "Oh, and you also might know him from uh, How I Met Your Mother." Is is it? Do you get recognized for a lot of different things? Because you've done a ton of stuff, Mad TV. L- you know, get- I get recognized like this. I get recognized like I just sat down at the sushi restaurant at the airport, and the guy goes, he looked at me and he goes, "Ah, oh, man, you're an actor, huh?" I was like, "Sometimes." 
<laughs> he goes, I knew it. I knew it. So I'm either, I'm either that actor uh-huh. or I'm that guy. And in the, uh, when I'm actually recognized by name, it's very exciting for me. I kind of flip out. I usually keep them longer than they need to be there. I'm always <laughs> like, yes, I'm getting more famous, but I'm really not. There you go. Well, like, yeah, but I don't think I'll ever get any more. I don't think I'll ever get any more famous than "Hey, you're that guy." <laughs> well, so, that's, I'm almost, I'm almost. Well, famous. but see, whenever I get recognized as that guy, I'm not even that guy. So I just look like there that you go. guy. Yeah, so that? you're you're a ste- you're a step. Well, I remember before. one time, one time when I was, uh, I mean, this is 20 years ago when Good Will Hunting first came out. I got recognized as Ben Affleck, which was the greatest thing, and I pretended oh, to be yeah. Ben Affleck. I can see that. And not only was I taking pictures. This girl was giving me business, and then her boyfriend got really mad at her for being all flirtatious with me. It was ridiculous. <laughs> that's ridiculous. Awesome. Wow, that's funny. Yeah, I, mm-hmm. I, I've heard of other actors doing that, where they get where they get confused with other actors, but they just go along with it instead of want to hurt people's feelings, or they just think it's funny. So that's hilarious. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I just go along with it. Uh, so what's new with you? I know you're still doing your podcast, uh, still touring. Uh, what, what other big well, things? Well, I'm doing. I'm doing a. I'm doing a, a podcast called The Fighter and the Kid now with Brendan Shaw, which is oh yeah, really yeah, really that. starting to take off. It's gotten. We're getting like almost a million downloads a month, and uh, it's on it's on Fox Sports platform. But it's uh, not just about sports because basically the motto is to make people laugh. Okay. And it's been going. It's been. We're in our second year now, and it's been it's been pretty incredible. Yeah, I was listening to a few episodes of the Brian. I mean, I'm, I'm having a, I'm having a great time doing it. Evander Holyfield is gonna is gonna be a guest. He's coming oh, wow. on pretty soon. And uh, Phil Heath, Mr. Uh, Olympia, we got some great great guests. We the good thing about a podcast like that is you have access to some really cool people in L.A. Oh yeah, and um, yeah, and then I'm doing uh, I'm shooting my special pretty soon. Hopefully in about two months here. Oh cool! I'm gonna shoot my special, and then uh, I'm going to um, uh, do. I just finished. I'm do. I'm going back after I biggest gig in Kentucky and I'm, I'm going to be shooting the season finale of the Goldbergs. I've been recurring on that show a lot and it's okay. been a blast. And then, and then there's a new show on direct TV called kingdom. And I'm, I'm, I'm going to be uh, doing that show for, uh, for the next season. So I'm excited. Wow. So you're uh, staying busy as always. Yeah, man. So where are you, at in, where are you at in Kentucky? You must just be down the road from here. Are you in Lexington or Louisville? Lexington, Kentucky, baby. Oh, you're Comedy off Broadway. Okay. Good. Never been. Uh, here it's a great club. Have not been. I was going to go do an open mic there once uh, with a guy that lives here and was moving yes, there. Sir. Just, and I hold said, on a second, buddy. Check. Uh, sorry, buddy. That's no, okay. Uh, yeah, go on. What were you saying? I was saying I was going to I, I was going to travel down to that club once and do an open mic with a guy that does comedy here and has since moved to Lexington, but uh, we could never get it together to do that. But here it's a great club. Jimmy Pardo always raised yeah, about it. Yeah, I don't know. Stuff, so. I don't know what Lexington is like. I'm 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 excited about it. There you go. Cool, man. See what happens? Yeah. So uh, you so you you digging this weather? We're uh, you, it, well, got, see, I've been in LA, so it's been great, and I don't know, you know, I, I'm looking out, I'm in Chicago right now, and it's there's snow on the ground, but I hear Lexington has got snow, like 10 inches of snow or something crazy. Well, we got six. Like last night. Yeah, we got six here yeah. in Cincinnati, and then as you go further south, it actually got heavier, which is odd. Usually they get rain uh, down below us, but they actually got well, more I'll be snow. interested to see. I'll be interested to see how many people brave the snow. That's when you know if you're a good comic. If uh, people are willing to go through, you know, a, a, a foot of snow to come see you. There you go. And uh, time will tell, brother. Time will tell. Yeah. Well, um, I know because I was listening to, been listening to some episodes of the Brian Callen show. And I remember last time we talked, you said that was a great platform for you to find out. You not only interview other comics because I listened to the Dom Air episode. That was really cool. I love Dom. And uh, but you also yeah. talked to like you know professors and scientists and and uh, what kind of interest do you have like uh, you know when you're 
when you're putting together your guest list? Are there things like you read the news you want to find out more about, or are there things you've always been interested in and you think it now? Well, I, I think first of all, I think first of all to have an opinion, uh, an informed opinion, and 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 let me let me rephrase that. No, that's all. Thank you. Thank you. To, to have more than that, to have a um, to have in fact, um, uh, and not just an opinion, but thoughts, uh, a thought process uh, on on something on a subject. For example, the Middle East. Um, that takes a lot of investigation. Yes. You should be reading arguments and books about it. Don't get your information from Fox News or from CNN. Don't get your information from, um, you're never going to formulate an intelligent opinion uh, on the internet, in my opinion. You've got to be, you've got to get involved in people. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, I, 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 you know, you, you, it, it, you've got, you've got to work at an opinion. You've got to work at one. You've got to earn one. And one of the things that I love about about doing my podcast is that some of these great ideas are stuck in books and nobody takes the time to read these books, but there are very, very important issues out there. And by the way, there are answers. There are answers to our problems and, and it just takes investigation. You need to know where to look and you need to know who to listen to. Uh, and then, and because the people that, that you listen to who are informed and taking the time to really study can tell you what to do to get us out of those problems. Not enough of that occurs. The news that you watch at night is interested in selling you um, sensation, in my opinion. Uh, it's just a bunch of fucking noise. And I, I really find it a privilege that I get to have a podcast and talk to some of the leaders in thought in all, all areas, uh, whether it's history or science or politics um, or even entertainment. But let's leave entertainment to the side for a second. Yeah. If you really give a shit about the world and we all should, uh, you, you'll understand that there are some big issues and some big challenges facing us. And what I mean by that is that there's, there are arguments out there and some arguments that they win today, people die, or at least they suffer, or at least they don't have as much as they could. Uh, and, and so that's why you've got to, you've got to figure out what, what ideas, what ideas are worth promoting absorbing yourself in and what ideas are going to get you out of this situation. And that's kind of why I started doing that podcast. I tried to bring sort of some entertainment to very smart people. A lot of these people write books and nobody reads read them. And they're very smart people and they have a lot to say. So that's kind of what it is. So do you think you that's, that with, with books, of course, you get, that you're, we're getting a, you're getting a deeper read and, and someone who's actually focused on the problem for, you know, months, probably years, Versus the internet, where you know people have focused on it maybe for you know a couple of days tops. Yeah, because because they are doing what? Why why do you focus on something for a couple of days? A little bit like it's a little bit like a, a Madonna's music or, or Lady Gaga's music. I'll do respect to them, but there, there's something cool and catchy to that music that you like. But it's not necessarily uh, transcending you. It's not. You wouldn't really compare it to Mozart's Moonlight Sonata uh, or or you know, what, or what have you, why there is criteria for things that are probably deeper and have a broader expanse. Um, and I, I think of the news is, is just in, in many ways in that sense, when you watch sort of, you know, this nightly news stuff, you don't, if they don't, they don't have time to get really into the nuances of the issues. Oh no. You know, we just know that ISIS is bad. Okay. Well, what are you going to do about it? And more importantly, how do we get involved? You know, and, and Those we know are the questions that need to be answered, right? And we know a dog uh, followed its owners all the way back across the country to uh, well, to their new home, yeah. <laughs> which is which is the, yeah. that's the thing that yeah. I, I pull my hair out about. It's like you have a half an hour to tell us the most important things of the day. Why can't you just save that for the Today Show? 
tell us to tune in tomorrow, and we'll find out about the dog then. Well, and because we crazy. don't have, we, you know, we no longer have the patience because we don't need to. See, as long as people have enough to eat and they feel fairly safe in the barbarian horde, there, there isn't an urgency. And I understand that. You know, I suffer from it, too. That's probably one of the reasons, by the way, I'm, in, I'm employed. I get to be a comic because people have... Cameron, thank you. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Oh, sorry, I'm just being recognized. Yeah, I oh, there you go. You just said Brian. That- that guy. He, he just went on and said, Brian, I'm all excited. I smiled really. I smiled a little too enthusiastically. Then. <laughs> but uh, anyway, we're, we're, but that, that's kind of like the idea. You know, that's, that's what my other podcast does. But yeah. comedy's great because I get to, I basically, it's, it's sort of the last bastion of free speech. I get to say what I want, how, and, uh, and it's pretty exciting. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. And, you know what uh, I mean? Yeah, and well, do you ever run? I'm, cause I know occasionally some uh, comedians still complain about this, and you have you'll have either club owners that will say something like, "Hey, could you maybe not mention this?" Or you know, you're you're t- you know, you have to end it. Can you maybe not time. what what what? You, you maybe not talk about something like so, or, or they don't want you to swear or anything like that. Do you still find that? I've never had that. I've never had that, and I'm not that dirty anyway. Yeah. You no, know, I'm not that. I just got yelled. I just got yelled at again. Somebody said, "You're the track coach from Goldberg's." <laughs> and I, I swung my head around, but they were running to their flight. Damn it. I didn't get a chance to bask in my my celebrity glow. Uh, there you go. See, now you've uh, recognized and character name, so you're... Well, I'm on the phone with you. You're good luck, bro. There you go. All right, man. See, it's just it's just some kind of some kind of karma thing here going uh, from uh, from my yep. mind across the phone, and people are recognizing you in... Were you in O'Hare or are you in uh, Midway? <laughs> What's that? I'm in O'Hare. O'Hare, okay. Um, yeah. So, um, getting back to the uh, about uh, information and, and things, you know, how do you feel? Has, has the internet kind of been our undoing in a way, or does it still have its positive points about you know? Because it, I think it's got, I think it's got way more positive than negative, way more positive than negative. It's cre- it's democratizing information. It's democratizing, you know. It's it's harder to, to be to get away with things. It's harder to make bad movies, for example. You make a uh, shit yeah. movie, everybody tweets about it the next day, yeah. and your 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 numbers plummet. So it's harder to get away with things. Transparency is a generally a good thing, in my opinion. Uh, we do, we do. The, the challenges are obviously, obviously, how do we protect our privacy and things like that. But, but I think that will, I think that will evolve as well along with technology. I think there, there will be plenty of cottage industries that will spring up, and they are now, that will help us with that that challenge. How do we, how do we pr- protect our own privacy? And. Uh, and and but that's that's always a challenge. Every new innovation comes with its own challenges. Yeah, it always surprises yeah. me that uh, when people are you know, you know using the internet as a platform to to, to say something and to, to push some kind of a, a opinion or belief that they don't also realize that the people that they're talking to also have the internet and can look things up. You know, but it's, it's that's crazy. right. So that's right. I mean, when I want to go to a hotel, I'll just read reviews. Oh better, yeah, you know, it makes it makes for better business, in my opinion. Yeah, and uh, that's that's very important. Uh, so, um, still, so, so still, what's the uh, the ultimate gig for you? You have, you have your you know finger in so many pies here. What's uh, what's giving you the most enjoyment, or do you just I, like I, that you know, variety? I have to say that I think stand up is is always something that I'll do the rest of my life. When I talk to stand ups like myself, who are fairly you know who've been doing it a long time and have have had some success, uh, and even very successful comics like Bill Burr and Joe Rogan and people like that, they all say the same thing. You know, they're always going to do this. It's never going to go away. You know, it's just too much fun. It's just too freeing. You can make your living in a dignified way. You get to make people laugh. 
I mean, that's an honest way to make a living. It's kind of what I love about it is, you know, you either laugh at me or you don't. If I do my job, I get paid. If I don't do my job, I don't. You know, it's up to me to get people in seats. And so I've got to constantly write. One of the big responsibilities about being a comic like myself is that you start to develop a following. But the problem is that people come back to see you three or four and five and six times. You better come up with new jokes. You better be writing all the time. It never yeah. ends. Yeah. There are no breaks. You've got to constantly be, you know, coming up with new and better comedy and tricks. And, and you better be evolving with the world and thinking and being honest. And that's kind of what I love about it. Are there a- by the way, incidentally, what I love about the podcast, you better be authentic. I, I, I'm very open on my podcast. I'm Joe Rogan's podcast. I, mean, I tell all kinds of stories that are not very flattering to myself. But, but what's really, really cool is that people get it. They, they, they're with you. You know, I don't have to pretend to be somebody I'm not. Um, you know, and that's, that's kind of what I, that's what I find so refreshing. And do you think people have come to expect that with podcasts? Because that's how Marin started out before anyone kind of really caught on to, the, to, to WTF. You know, he kind of was under the radar and getting, getting all these stories out of people and, and, uh, you know, the people think. Yeah, Marin's, Marin's an excellent interviewer. Yes. He's a little bit different, but he's an excellent interviewer. Yeah. Yeah. And well, he does. He does. He gets, he gets, he gets the real stories out of people. It is. And it's funny, too, how people kind of find, uh, niches because I've heard people, like, going, for a good example is people going on, uh, Jimmy Pardo's podcast versus going on Marin's podcast. Marin's gonna, as Jackie Cation says, pick up the scabs and try and get under some kind of psychological, uh, you know, psychological, you know, issue there or whatever, and we're part of it's going to have a good time, and as they call it, as a, as a party conversation. Yeah, yeah. That's, then, the, that's the trick, you know? Yeah. That's then, the idea, get somebody to be relaxed. And then, of course, there's you, there's, who's, you know, getting kind of uh, guests that aren't, aren't being heard on other podcasts, like you said, these professors and these authors and uh, and people like that. Well, nobody really talks to them enough. Those are the people that we should be listening to. Those are the people that should be celebrities. That's true, yeah. Uh, celebrities should be thinkers. They shouldn't be people who have a bone structure that cuts light well. You know, people yeah. with, with a, with a, with, you know, high cheekbones and nice asses. I mean, those people are fun to look at, but they don't, they don't really, they don't really offer anything meaningful to the, to the grand jam, to the, to the, to our culture. Yeah. I've always been uh, of two know, minds. It, yeah. I hate to be cynical about it, but it's true. Oh, yeah. I've always right. been of two minds about when, you know, musicians and, and uh, uh, actors, entertainers have an opinion. Because on the one hand, you think, well, they're just people like everybody else who have an opinion or a yeah. or something. And other people, you know, and and sometimes, you know, with actors, you know, you have, you have time off, you have time to take. You can research a lot of stuff. And maybe you have Sorry. more time to research Sorry, stuff. I got so to call you right back because I'm having a problem with my slide. Let me call you right back. Okay. Can I call you right back? Uh, uh, let me, I'll give you a shout back and like, well, actually, no, we can just wrap this up. Oh, he'll call me right back. He can't call me back, though. Self-described silly goose Brian Callen. Thanks again to him for being on the show. You can catch Brian at Helium in Portland, the famous Helium Comedy Club there, May 7th through the 9th. For more Brian Callen information, including links to his several podcasts, go to briancallen.com. Brian is spelled with a Y. 
Paradise Fears, you can catch on the road uh, this summer, or maybe you can't. They have no tour dates coming up. Uh, I reckon they're going to finish pushing out this new album and then hit the road maybe in late summer. But for all things Paradise Fears, you can go to paradisefears.com. They are also on Facebook. All right, very good. Well, uh, an exciting episode that was usual credits. You can, let me see, like us on Facebook, follow me on Twitter at PF66. Original music composed and performed by John Ropolis and Doug O'Connor with a little help from me. Let me see. Oh, yeah. PS Tape Recorder logo designed by Dan Koble. Dan and Megan's podcast, The Queen's Gambit. It's all about the TV show Arrow. Can be found at iTunes or I believe at uh, the Queen's Gambit Podcast.com. So, uh, or just Google that in your favorite search engine, as they say on the BBC, and it'll take you right to it. Okay. Uh, that's going to do it. Um, of course, we did the hottest record in the world already, so we're going to go out with, with the uh, usual outro, which is part of that original music I described before. Got a lot of good interviews in the can so uh maybe i'll uh well maybe i'll tease a few we've got let me see uh andy smith coming up uh john lovitz pat francis so um you want to you want to stick around for the next couple of weeks go ahead and subscribe on itunes or stitcher or tune in or wherever you get your podcast from you won't be sorry okay well other than that so long and thanks for listening (laughs) 